Hi everybody and welcome back to Let's Be Honest, the hospitality podcast that gives you so much more than you bargain for. Today, we're going to have some fun. Eh, not too much fun, because I'm British. However, in the words of the great Mel Brooks, keep it light, keep it witty, keep it gay. Now before we get into it, I have an important announcement to make, and one that I think will quite possibly save your life. It's true, and it's that important. What? You didn't realise you needed saving? Well, you do. Maybe not today, but it's in the post. It's all about one word, and it's power that should never be underestimated. The word is comedy. Do you like to laugh? And more importantly, at what? Is it occasionally at yourself? As Shakespeare said, that is the question. Don't give a shit. I know that was rubbish. Luckily, I don't care. Trust me, it's going to get way worse before it gets better. Welcome to Let's Be Honest. Hello, everybody. Can I say everybody? Is that is that being inclusive enough? I don't think that's offensive. Everybody? Can I do that? Yeah. All right, wise, you can do that. There you go, magic. Now, before we kick off, I want to reiterate what I always want to reiterate. That is, these episodes are not just particularly for one person. I don't mean one person, I mean one type of person. I say this to you now because someone asked me the other day, what is or who is my target market? My answer quite simply was, I don't know, everybody, why not? This was then followed by a bemused look by the person asking the question, as in, well, how can it be everybody? It doesn't work that way. The reason I answered that way was because when I owned my last bar in Sydney, the amount of people that said to me, you know, you, you can't be all things to all people. You have to take aim at one particular group. You know, the, the, the type of person that says, you know what you should do, even though they themselves have never done anything like the thing that they're suggesting that you should do. You know, but hey, that's people for you. I suppose in the old days we'd call that person sitting on the fence. They just observe and comment without having the nuts to get involved. I guess the modern day version is behind the laptop, I don't know. So my answer then is the same as it is now. Yes, yes you can. You can be all things to all people. You see, the way I view it is that most of these episodes are about people. Staff, customer, the boss in work and out of work, whatever it may be. For the manager to lead and educate, the gifted to be humble and to help others, the customer to appreciate, and perhaps the staff to learn, and for all to be aware of who and where they are. I also want to say that I don't want you to think that I'm just ramming my opinions down your throat. You know, you should do this, you should do that, but looks to that. You know, at the end of the day, you should do precisely what you want to do. However, When I'm taking my sweet, sweet time just talking and rambling on, do not be fooled, as within these bullshit walls filled with stories and anecdotes, there will always be a message, a message that I hope will be useful to some of you. You know what? Even if you don't see yourself in some of these pieces and you totally have your shit down, then this is potentially more for you, because you can then pass on your little pockets of wisdom to the sometimes less fortunate. Let's face it. There is no point being as brilliant as you are unless you're going to share your gift, is there? 
After all, it is all about sharing and caring, don't you think? I did say at the start of this episode, didn't I, that it was going to be a bit of fun. It'll pick up in a minute, I promise. Okay then, let's get after it. I'm sitting here, armed with something stiff and aged. Don't know what you were thinking. Right then, I'm going to start with a phrase. And it's a phrase that I love. It's a phrase that I have used on myself and come back to time and time again over the years. It's also saved my life on more than one occasion, I can tell you. I've also pulled on this phrase in previous episodes of Let's Be Honest. So if you think it's overused, well, then I don't give a shit. So because of that, I'm going to dedicate this whole episode to the person that said it to me first. He is the most beautiful human being and my very, very good friend. But just to give him his full title, Dr. Mark, yes, it's real, Griffiths. He's the funniest person that he knows. Just ask him. As a side note, and yes, I will get to the phrase in a minute, I would like to add that he first uttered this line to me after I just arrived home after another long, long day in hospitality. I guess a lot of you know what that feels like. Am I right? You're really not fucking wrong, mate. There you go. I always like to get one in early. As the bishop said to the, leave it. It was back in the days when I used to moan about all things hospitality. You ever done that? No, of course you haven't. Bullshit. Well, I did. A lot. And thinking back, it never really did me any favours, I can tell you. The pay, the hours, the weekends, Saturday night and I'm working again. Shit, bollocks and wank. I hate people, it's all their fault. Wankers. Hang on a minute. So, did I hate people before I went into hospitality, or did people make me hate people? Hmm, pretty decent question to ask yourself, don't you think? Or, as Stephen Fry once said, it's certainly a question to take out for a cream tea on a sunny afternoon. I have no clue what that means. I really don't. So, so why do customers want to come out for drinks at the weekend? I mean, that's what I want to do. I want to go out at the weekends. Ah, uh, the irony of it all. I still hate customers. Fuckers can fuck off and then they can go and fuck themselves. Back in the day, I was nothing if not eloquent. So, <laughs> sorry. Let's just stop and think about that for a second. So, all things being equal, if everything is the customer's fault, does that then mean it's your fault when you want to go out eating and drinking? As I say, the irony of it all. As my mum used to say, nothing as strange as folk. Looking back, you know, at myself, I think my friend, the doctor, when he uttered this line to me, he was just attempting to give some much-needed perspective to this whiny little bitch, which was me. As we all know, doctors save lives. However, I, Mr. Hospitality, was complaining that someone said I couldn't make a martini, or that a customers actually walked into the venue 15 minutes before closing time with their friends to spend lots of money. Which, let's not forget, that probably kept me in a job, to be honest. Not that many staff would recognise that as a fact. Can you believe that inconsiderate and shocking customer behaviour? The audacity of it all. I said to my friend, the doctor, can you believe it? Yes, yes he could, because I wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Any of you see yourselves yet? Anybody? 
just asking. The phrase that he bestowed on me, and one that I'm going to give to you, I have carried in my wallet every day. If you can't laugh at yourself, then you're missing out on a lot of good jokes. Let me just say that again in case you think it's obvious in its underwhelmingness. I'm actually not sure that's even a word. Or perhaps you're cleaning your cat litter tray out in the next room. Maybe the train driver's just announced the next stop and you missed it. So let's annoy you and say it again. If you can't laugh at yourself, then you're missing out on a lot of good jokes. Get a piece of paper and a pen and write that phrase down. Now swallow it. No, twat, don't. It's not mission impossible. Maybe just get your phone and type the phrase in. Do it now. Big letters, put it in your photo gallery. Because just like I did, you will need this at some point. Maybe even later today. So what does that phrase even mean? For a start, it means don't take yourself so fucking seriously. There are way bigger things going on in the world. Don't get me wrong. I think it's wonderful and commendable to worry and care about North Korea, Syria, the mining industry in Wales, I don't know, how Greta's getting on, and the housing market in Haiti. Haiti? Haiti. How do you say that? What you and I should be concerned about, however, is what we can control. The things that are around us every day. Yours, mine, and our immediate world. I don't know. Sound fair? The phrase in question, if you can't laugh at yourself, then you're missing out on a lot of good jokes, should never, ever go out of fashion. Because we will always need a sense of humour, no matter what stage of life you are at, even if you're at the very end. Sorry to bring the mood down. Now, with the help of my friend, who is a psychiatrist, as it goes, I got friends and family discount, if you're wondering, I figured it all out. A bit late, as always, but like many of these pieces, if I can help you figure it out quicker than I did, then job done. And we are on our way to saving another life. So you, my delicious, sometimes self-absorbed hospitality friends, may not think that you do take yourself seriously and that you don't moan a lot. But here's the test. Would you like to take the test? Yes, please, Mr. Oldman. Stop that, Mr. Oldman. Just call me wise. <laughs> Fuck here now. Look, in some way, shape or form, we are all in hospitality. I think we've established this many times over. Okay, then. Go to five people that you work with or are close to, a mixture would work, and ask them, do I take myself too seriously? And do I moan too much? Now, if they are real friends, or if you give the individual license to be bravely honest, then I wager you will get a selection of answers that may go as follows when asked the all-important question. All right then, the question is, do I moan a lot about work and take myself too seriously? Number one, they will firstly have an open-mouth shock look, a bit like a startled haddock, then proceed to say, you? Take yourself seriously? No way! At this point, you will notice their voice go a little higher at the end of the sentence. And it's not because they're Australian. It's because they're lying. Also, have a look to see if their fingers are crossed. Number two. Shocked expression again. Maybe they're moving to a slightly bemused look and a head tilt to the side. You know, the one that a dog looks like when you ask it a question, thinking that it actually fucking understands you. Again, followed by a, 
who said that. They don't want to be the first one that gets wet. Number three, same question. What? Rather loudly, making you repeat the question to give them time to judge the room before answering. Hmm. Number four, then you will get your real friend, like I did with my friend who says, when asked the question, do I take myself seriously and moan? Answer, yes, mate, you do. That's when they shrug their shoulders, turn back to eating their cereal salad and say, mate, everybody knows it except you. Ask me a hard question on geography or sport because that one's an easy one. That's the moment you stand there, alone, like a wet puppy in the rain, thinking, that's a bit much. I didn't deserve that after the day I've had. Me, me, me. Enjoy your salad, Dr. Twat. I really didn't say that last bit. I just kind of was thinking of cereal. By the way, for the uneducated in culinary delights, a cereal salad uh, was a big fuck-off bowl with three or four different cereals mixed together. It's what boys ate when they lived together. Fuck you, Jamie Oliver. Dislike for Mr. Oliver aside, if you love this industry more than life itself and you were made for it, or if you just really appreciate it so much that you never moan and you are just a joy to be around, then if that person exists, you are walking straight into hospitality heaven, my friends. And I, for one, think I love you. I don't think love is too strong a word at this point. So if you are lucky enough to get the real answer, or better still, if you ask the question and get one of the other answers and you are self-aware enough, then that's the moment to go and have a little chat with yourself. Try it. Look, what's the worst that could happen? The truth? Oh, yeah. Maybe don't do it then. You might not like what it looks like. Can you handle the truth? (laughs) Now you're expecting me to go full jack on you now, aren't you? Stop myself at the last moment. Time for a drink. Tequila. What's the answer then? We know the answer. Comedy. In all of its wonderful forms. Am I right? Yes. I'll let you fill in the blanks on that one, but that was definitely worth a big shout back. I hope I got one. Now, some of you will say that the answer to the universe and everything in it is 42. Just Google 42. I, on the other hand, believe the answer is 100% comedy. As they say, Laughter makes the world go round. Wow, it makes the world go round. Isn't that just wonderful? It really doesn't get more powerful than that, does it? So why is comedy so important? Well, for your sanity for one, always something worth hanging on to, I find. Also, as I've alluded to in the past, comedy, aka having a sense of humour, will be your greatest weapon against the dark arts, or customers. So when do we need the gift of comedy, and why? You need it every fucking, didn't need to swear, day. Because it should never leave your side. It should become part of your DNA. I truly, truly believe that. Now, I know it's not always easy, but what is? Just to dip into another episode for a second um, that I created, one called The Green Cross Code Man that's coming your way soon, where I talk about your attention to detail and the standard that you create for yourself. Point being, you were not born with that standard and that attention to detail. You learnt it. It became part of you. And I bet you never leave home without it, whatever your standard is. Certainly not when you're at work. It kind of defines who you are. And it's probably very important to you. 
Would you say that was fair? Your standard is your standard, and you probably very rarely let it drop. If you're a professional, that is. Or a rock star, perhaps. I'm clearly addressing people that have a standard at this point. If you don't hold yourself to a standard, think about getting one. I've said this before. When was the last time you asked that question of yourself? What's my standard? And then, am I happy with it? I think it's a great question. All that aside, is it fair to say, on occasion, you may drop, can't find, or you lose your sense of humour? Certainly at work. Has any of that happened to any of you? Can I get a, can I get a fuck yeah? Please don't. I'm not a life coach. We've been down this road. Also, because if you're wearing earphones and you just happen to be on the toilet, perhaps, and you go, fuck yeah, you know, it's not a great look. I mean, I've been happy with some of my number twos over the years, but, you know, I've never... Where am I going with this? Seriously. Maybe it's time for a drink. Do you think I'm drinking too much? I think I'm drinking too much. So why do we mislay our sense of humour? Why do we not put enough stock into comedy or that sense of humour? Do we not think it's important? Do we not think that muscle needs to be worked? Do we perhaps think that it's something we can't learn? Possibly suggesting, well, I'm just not built that way. If you do, rubbish. Total rubbish. Most things are learned and unlearned. Now, I think I know why I have what I think is a good sense of humour. And I feel it's the same for a lot of people. Inadequacies. The ones that I have, not the ones that you have. If you're not the smartest, biggest, prettiest, most handsome, richest, tallest, etc., etc., then being funny is often the answer. It's often the way up and the way out. Of course, it goes without saying that I am all of those aforementioned things, so it worked out rather well for everybody that gets to meet me. You're welcome. Oh, and modesty, I forgot that one as well. I am having way, way too much fun doing this. Don't you think? Thank you for listening, everybody. I really didn't get very far in that episode, did I? Saying that, in part two of How to Save a Life, we'll get more serious-ish. Because I want to highlight what I think are some of the occasions when I feel comedy and that unbreakable sense of humour that we need in hospitality is needed most. As always, like, love and share. That's people, yourself and your knowledge. And the podcast, if it works for you. Your prescription from my friend the doc? Why don't you try and laugh at yourself daily? It's very healthy. See you next time.